0: Welcome back to the Recalibrate podcast, a series of conversations and ideas to help you feel less alone in your human experience. Each episode is designed to help you reflect and reconnect, leaving you feeling inspired on your path towards a more purpose-driven life. First things first, my three buvies of the evening. One, I have a cacao latte. I've been having these every single night. They're so good. And this is one of my favorite mugs. Have water as always. And then... Lastly, some peppermint tea for the coziness. I always have to have three bevies at all times, and you know that's how we start every single episode off. It is feeling dark out today. I am feeling sleepy. It has been raining all day. I started my day off today by reading two hours, yes, from like literally 6.30 in the morning to 8.30 in the morning of Iron Flame, which is the fourth-wing sequel. I am absolutely obsessed. I literally cannot get enough of it, and I was just like in a deep, dark Fantasy hole this morning, and I I literally did not even realize the time was passing. So that is how I started my day, and then I just kept that cozy vibe for the rest of the day. So I'm I'm bringing you into the cozy vibe. But for today's episode of Recalibrate, there's a social media trend going around about things that have made my world a better place. So I thought it would be so fun to do a podcast edition of this and I put together a list of 20 things that have either I've implemented in my routine or have changed something or I've added something in or changed my mindset about something. And these things have absolutely elevated my mental and physical. So again, this is things that have made my world a better place and not necessarily your world. So as always, take what feels good, leave anything that doesn't feel good, keep on keeping on. If you feel amazing, I'm so happy for you. But I thought that this would just be a fun little episode to do together. So grab your bevies and let's get To it first off if you know me in real life you have probably heard me talk about this a million times but it is truly the power of having breakfast before coffee and waiting until like two or three hours after your day starts to get coffee and if i have lost you just reel it back in with me for a second stay with me i used to be someone that would do anything to skip breakfast i would intermittent fast i would chug coffee to suppress my appetite i would just like force myself to skip breakfast because i It's been demonized as this like horrible thing, and you'll have so much better energy and focus and whatever if you just skip breakfast. But for me personally, that does not work. I get hangry and it's not good for my hormones, and it stresses me out to skip breakfast and I'm hungry. So, one of the biggest things that I've changed in the past year and a half is making sure I eat breakfast within like 30 minutes of waking up. And it has made me feel so much more calm and focused and present during the day. It has helped my hormone levels. It has helped my energy levels. I would 10 out of 10 recommend. I know people are going to say, I'm not hungry in the morning, da, da, da. Your body is meant to eat in the morning when you wake up. That is how we are wired. That is what helps you have a healthy, sustained energy level throughout the day. It is definitely not natural to wake up at 6 a.m. and chug like a 20 ounce of cold brew to just start your day. I promise that it might be a little bit difficult at first, but once you get used to it, I feel such a more calm and sustained energy when I eat breakfast and then wait a little bit to have my coffee. Try it out. It doesn't have to be here forever, but see how you feel. Next game changer for me is an app called Libby. This app is how I get every single book for free. And Libby is my heart and soul. Libby should pay me so much money because I have turned on so many people to this application. So Libby is this app that you can download. It connects with your library card. If you don't have a library card, you can go online, type in your hometown, and then type in public library, get a library card online near me. (laughs) Very simple. You can get it online. It will give you a number. You plug it into the application and then it connects with your kindle if you don't have a kindle i i could do a whole other episode on how to convert you to a kindle but it is so worth the investment if you read a lot and if you travel a lot or have a small space it's nice to have all of your books there and yes i still love physical books as you can see i have many physical books but it's just so much more convenient for me to have a kindle especially since i am always on the go and it can bring it with me wherever so basically you go on the app you can request literally any book for free it's the same as going to a bookstore or amazon and it downloads right to your kindle simple as that i've read so many books because of this app shout out to my mom who showed me this app and therefore i showed every single person in my life this app Libby, <laughs> if you ever want to do a partnership i would love to next is I stopped wearing my Apple watch this year and stopped tracking all of my workouts actually and I exclusively only use my aura ring and it is the best thing that I've ever done it's made me feel so much more in touch with my body so much more intuitive I used to be that person that like literally could not take my Apple watch off and if I forgot it at home I would run back and get it or I would just have my whole day ruined if I didn't have a workout that was tracked it ruined every picture I wore to every special event I was literally spy kid for for my whole entire life with this gadget on my wrist. But this year I've just found so much more freedom with movement and my body, and I just feel so free and so much more useful in my everyday life to actually listen to what my body needs. And that's why I love the Aura Ring because it actually promotes you checking in with yourself and listening to your body rather than just like brute forcing your way through life and I know if you're someone that is like obsessively tracking your workouts and you feel like tied to this handcuff on your wrist it is so scary to think about even like missing one tracked workout but if you can just like create some space in between you and your Apple Watch and start to realize like the world doesn't end when you stop tracking your workouts and actually it gets a whole lot better. It can be really freeing. So I encourage you to try that out. Next one is so wholesome. This is a practice that brings me so much joy. I just started doing it this past month, but I love to use Notion. Notion is like this online platform where you can basically create systems and documents to organize your whole entire life. So if you are an organized human being like myself, I'm sure you have used Notion before or you've played around with it and it's really customizable. You can have notions from anything, from like to-do lists, to journaling, to tables of finances. There's so many different use cases. And I created my own, obviously, that is the most wholesome thing of all time, which is basically this gallery where I can keep track of all my little love notes that my friends sent me. I am definitely a words of affirmation girly. Like, I love to affirm my friends and my partner, and I love getting the same back. And for my entire life, I've always been like this. If I get cards, like birthday cards, I had them all saved in some archive in my house sorry to my mom that has to keep track of every single one of my cards somewhere in our basement but I've done the same thing with text like every time I get a sweet text I screenshot it I've always just kept them and I I, it's hard for me to look back on them like I screenshot them but then do I ever actually look at them not really so I was thinking of ways like how could I keep track of this in a visually appealing way and I created this little gallery on Notion where I can import all of my saved screenshots and then it's just this whole page of so many cute messages that I've gotten from friends that just like literally brings tears to my eyes and it's such an easy way to keep track of them so I can share my Notion template down below if you are the same and want to do something similar i'm just absolutely obsessed with it it's bringing me so much joy for no reason <laughs> my next one is a gadget and i'm an og gadget girl so this one is so exciting to me but i replaced all the lights in my room with smart bulbs that connect to my alexa so <laughs> basically i automated all of these scenes in my room with my alexa so when i say certain words or phrases it changes the lights in my room without me doing anything for example if i say echo wind down then it changes the lights in my room to be these like vibey red lights. <laughs> and then if I say, Echo, I have a meeting, it turns them back on because I like switch back and forth with them throughout the day and I want to be able to do it without touching them. Yeah, I just feel like a wizard basically. So I would recommend they're like $20 on Amazon and then you can just part- plug them in with whatever smart home you have and then you can feel like a wizard too. So I, would you should definitely do it. It's so fun. <laughs> my next one is keeping my phone on do not disturb. I keep my phone at do not disturb at all times basically, I have this philosophy that I just want to be proactive rather than reactive to notifications that I'm getting. It's literally my phone. I want to check it when I want to. I don't want to feel controlled by my phone or feel urgent that I have to reply to someone by getting like a bunch of texts and notifications. So I have set up so many things on my phone to make it feel very calm. I have these summaries set up where I only get notifications at certain times and I turned off like the little red badges because they stress me out and I just like, have so many little hacks to make my phone more more calm and less urgent. So if you want, I can do a whole other episode on that. But that has been a game changer for me. Next one is so fun. It is the Spotify Daylist feature. And if you follow my social media accounts, you've probably seen me post about it. If not, I'm about to change your life. It is so fun to check with your friends. My friends and I like send them to each other every single day because Spotify has this feature that everyone has. If you go in your search bar and you type in day list, it basically analyzes your listening history for that specific time of day and that day of the week to curate your ideal playlist based on what you've listened to in the past. For example, if you click on it at Monday morning, 7am, it'll be like what you typically listen to on Monday mornings. And it assigns like a crazy name to it. For example, mine this morning was obscure alternative Monday morning. And it says you've listened to indie sleaze and studying on monday morning here's some obscure alternative library hipster and it creates an actually good playlist of my music and then music that it thinks i would like and my friends and i have a group chat where we send them to each other every day like one was a warm superstar friday afternoon there was one yesterday that was like minimalism cosmic friday morning chill study massage late night one is like house of tuesday evening like they're just, just so funny and like indicative of your personality and it's cool to see how your music listening behavior gets turned into adjectives so it's become one of my favorite parts of my day I think it refreshes three or four times a day and then my friends and I just obsessively said them to each other so I would recommend it's also a great conversation starter if you're with a new friend or you're with someone that you're just meeting and you want to get to know a little bit more about them I was with one of our friends and I was telling him about this feature I was like oh show me your day list and he just like checks it and slowly puts his phone away and I was like show me your day list. That's weird. And he hands over his phone across the table and has this like heartbreak, dark academia Thursday afternoon. And he was so embarrassed because he was like, I don't listen to my music, I swear. But I think it's so fun. You should definitely see how it's calling you out and figure out the patterns in your listening behavior. Next one, switching gears a little bit to a supplement. And I am hesitant to recommend supplements because I think it's so hard to tell, like, what actually works in your body and what you need. And I never want to just, like, blanket statement be like, this is a supplement you should take because you should always get tested and figure out what your body actually needs. But I tried this supplement called SAMI 400 and I'll link it down below. But it's basically like a natural antidepressant that helps so much with mood it's something that your body already produces but people can be deficient in it and when I was struggling with depression and I was just in such a funk I started taking it and you have to take it consistently for it to work but I saw so much improvements based on this supplement and it was like $40 for a three month supply it's very affordable and I think especially with winter coming up easy to get seasonal depression and a lot of people are struggling and it has been very helpful for me so if it's something that interests you I think that it could be helpful for you too. <laughs> my next one is a fun one one of my favorite practices and that is vision boarding. Now I love to create collages and I've created them for my phone I've created them in real life But sometimes I obviously just don't have the supplies and materials to create a whole vision board. And I really like it as a creative practice. I think it helps me to visualize the things that I want to bring into my life and seeing is for sure believing. So I would recommend you do this so if I don't have the materials to do it in real life I really like doing it on my iPad or my phone through Pinterest and basically every month I create a new Pinterest board of just like how I want to feel in the month what I want to do in the month how I want this month to look like and it's just a very fun intention-setting practice for the month I basically pin everything on Pinterest I make a new board for the month or the year or the season and then I pick all the pictures I like and then there's this app called Shuffles it's free and it's owned by Pinterest and it imports your Pinterest photos into a collage and then you can just make a fun collage. And I have made such fun little images from it in Vision Board, so it's a very easy way to still do collaging and like creative practice, even if you don't have the space or the materials. I'm switching between serious and fun while I go through this list to just have a little bit of everything, but the next one is a mindset shift, and this was separating my self worth and my identity from my career. This is obviously a very difficult thing to do, especially if you're very achievement or goal driven and you get a lot of your value currently from how you're performing at your job. But I used to be this person, and once I stopped tying all of my self-worth to work, I just became so much more calm during the day. Your job, if you have a normal... Nine to five job is a huge part of your week, and if you are tying your self worth to how you feel at work and an outcome, you're working with a lot of different variables. There's so many times where you can't control everything. If you're just gonna ride that wave of being tied or letting your emotions be affected by something that you may not have control over, you're gonna be on a roller coaster for the whole week, and it is not gonna feel good. And you're gonna have the Sunday scaries and dread going into work, and it's gonna be very difficult to keep a sense of calm throughout your day. <laughs> Let I started really building up my life outside of work and finding hobbies and just like understanding these parts of me that had nothing to do with my professional life, it helped me to feel so much more calm and confident in my role at work in a way that just makes my weeks feel a lot more easeful and a lot more full that I know that I'm just like a whole human being outside of my work persona and identity. So this is something to spend a little time thinking about it's not gonna happen overnight but it is something that really helped me next one color coding my google calendar if you have ever seen my google calendar it is psychotically color coordinated of course in all earth tones i custom color coded it i don't even use the google calendar colors i selected my own palette can also make a video on how to do this but basically my whole color coordinating scheme on google calendar is earth tones it's a very beautiful and on top of that i made a separate like google calendar color for things that are important to my friends and family it is a huge value of mine to be a thoughtful human being and I have a lot going on, as does every single person. And I want to make sure that if someone in my life that's important to me has something that's important to them, that I remember it and that I reach out to them and check in on it. I always am like that person that remembers the tiniest little details. Like if you have a random doctor's appointment on a Tuesday that you're stressed about and you tell me, I will put it in my calendar so that I make sure to check in on it because it's important to me to just remember all of the little things. I feel so loved when my friends do that for me. So So that's just like how I want to show up for my friends. And I think there's so many things that we have to keep track of. So I just have a separate Google Calendar for it so that I don't forget. And it has made my relationships a lot more thoughtful and deeper. So I'd recommend you do the same if this is something that you are interested in. And I just love Google Calendar and I love anyone that uses Google Calendar. Next one, number 12. I am a morning person and I love being a morning person. I love the mornings and people are like, how are you a morning person? And it's because I prioritize my bedtime routine and I love my bedtime routine very much. I read before bed every night and I get in bed, I put my little smart bulbs to its red light, I wind down, I listen to vibey music, I put on my diffuser and because of that and because of going to bed earlier, I'm able to wake up without an alarm every single day, which is literally incredible I think waking up with an alarm is so stressful and I don't even remember the last time that I woke up to an alarm because I've just kind of like programmed my body to wake up at the same time every single day and it feels so so good so I would recommend prioritizing if you're interested in being a morning person and having time before work or whatever you need to do start going to bed earlier and start winding down earlier and it will be easier for you to wake up (laughs) Next next number 13 is creating a monthly happiness list. If you follow me on socials, I created a video about this, but I basically retrained my brain to focus on all of the little things that were happening throughout the day that were bringing me joy. And every single time that something happens to me that just brings me even a little inkling of joy, I write it down in my notes app under this monthly category so I have one dating back for the entire year basically and it can be something as simple like i walked into the store and my favorite song was playing or my friend sent me a really sweet text or oh my god my coffee is hitting today it tastes so good way better than normal or just like little serendipities that happen throughout the day and once you start writing them down and it might be like you're kind of forcing it at first after you do it for a while your brain will just automatically recognize these things and you'll just experience so much more joy and so serendipity and magic in your everyday life and who does not want that you definitely want that so i recommend starting to keep track of them it's really fun practice and it's cool to look back on My next one is to step out of your comfort zone a little bit and go to events alone. If you live in a big city or you're trying to look for new friends or you're just looking for new things to do and you see events and your first instinct is to be like, oh, let me text my friend and have them come with me. Pause for just like one moment and see what it would feel like for you to go to the event alone. I started doing this this year and I have met the most amazing human being, some of my best friends, I literally met my boyfriend like this. I had just unlocked a whole new world by going to events alone. And I attribute that to if I I have a lot of friends that I could go to the events with. But if I went with them to the events, I would likely be like a stage five clinger and I would just hang out with them and feel in my comfort zone. And it's not as easy to just go off and meet other people if you come with someone because it's just like a weird dynamic. So I started to go to more events alone this year when I saw something that was interesting to me and opened myself up to meeting new people and the most amazing human beings came into my life. So I know it's scary, but truly everyone in the world is wired for connection and they're all looking for the same thing. So try it out literally one time. It can be super low stakes and just see what happens. If you hate it, you can leave after 10 minutes or you can call your friend to come or something like that. But it's not as bad as you think. And I think it's just like an exposure therapy thing of getting yourself comfortable, but it has changed my life. I would recommend that you try it at least one time if you've never tried it. Number fifteen is going to therapy. This is an absolute must. I think that everyone in the whole world should go to therapy if they can and if it's accessible to you. It is so daunting to find a therapist. I completely understand. I've been through so many different therapists that just like haven't worked out for me, and it's exhausting to try to take that first step because you're like, I have to recount my whole life story to this person. I don't want to do that. That seems very emotionally exhausting. I feel you, but. Once you find a good therapist, it is just like truly the most life-changing thing in the entire world. I love, love, love my therapist right now. She's incredible. And it took me a lot of tries to find one that worked for me, but it is hundred percent worth it once you find it. And obviously it changes your life in a million different ways next one number 16 is getting a walking pad for your desk if you work from home as someone who works from home i spend a lot of time in meetings also in the city it gets cold out and i don't go outside as much and i got a walking pad and it literally changed the game for me like i can casually walk five miles literally standing here doing work and it makes me so focused I don't know the science behind it between like how my brain and me walking together makes me more focused at work but I feel like cracked out when I'm walking I've been walking at work and so many people on my team have gotten it too because it's just such an easy way to get movement into your day and feel more energized I think if I'm just like standing at my desk for eight hours every single day in this little room that I start to go crazy so it helps me have more energy and feel like a little less stagnant it's just been a very good thing for me I really like it Speaking of gadgets, I already touched on a little bit, is my Oura Ring, and this little device has become my absolute go-to for understanding my body better. It is so interesting, and it it really has changed how I look at sleep and recovery. It has helped me to focus on prioritizing rest over all else. If you are not getting proper rest and sleep, then your body is not functioning properly and your brain is not functioning properly, and that is the most important thing. So it's helped me to like really reel it in, whereas before I would have forced myself to- through workouts, or just like push myself too hard in areas of my life, it has made me have another layer of intention that I prioritize rest. And it has been a really good nudge for me and has completely changed my outlook on how I schedule my day and prioritize different things in my life. Next one is one that if you follow me, you've heard me talk all about. And that has been pretty much giving up alcohol. I stopped drinking about a year ago, and it has been the most amazing, transformative thing I've ever done. I never really liked drinking, but I just always felt so pressured to based on being in college and the people that I was surrounded by and this environment of going out in New York City. And I felt like there was nothing else to do if I didn't drink or like I wouldn't be fun if I didn't drink. Yeah, I didn't have fun doing it. So I just stopped and I really leaned into that. And I have completely rebuilt my entire life around things that don't involve drinking and going to bars every weekend. And I feel happier than ever. So, if you're interested in that, I post a lot of videos on TikTok and Instagram about things to do in the city and just in general if You're not going to bars and restaurants every single weekend and I have found so many cool things to do so I would recommend and it's made me feel so much better and now I have so much time on the weekends because I'm not just spending all my time with lack of sleep and being hungover and I have such a full amazing life and it's incredible. I will be doing a lot more videos on not drinking especially as January and dry January come up. I have a lot of fun things planned in the works so stay tuned on that if you're interested. Next one is having anti-Fridays with my friends. And this is another thing that kind of goes into the not drinking. But Fridays are just a day of the week where I feel tired. Like I am not trying to go out and have this big social plan. I'm exhausted from the week and a big Friday night out on the town is so appealing to me and my best friends are also into this anti-Friday concept and it's where we just like do something so luxuriously relaxing and juicy and it feels amazing and it's so restorative and sets your weekend up on the best foot like an example of an anti-Friday I had was one of my best friends Charlotte and I we went to her apartment and made a really good dinner and then we just laid in her bed and were vision boarding chatting about all these different things and we had ice cream it was just so fun just like relaxing and recapping the week i've also gone to a yoga class and dinner with a friend and i've just done a lot of big self-care things on friday nights and i just feel so much better when i do that so if you were also someone that kind of dreads going out on a friday guess what you literally don't have to you can do whatever you want at all times and that is something i forgot for a really long time so i'm reminding you you can do whatever you want always Next one is a great one to finish out on and this is having a new year's word instead of a new year's resolution. Next week's episode is all about this so I won't get into it too much now but I am someone that is very anti new year's resolutions. I think it puts so much pressure on you to be a whole new person by January 1st. It's just so unrealistic and comes out of a place of you feeling not good enough rather than you really wanting to support your life in a positive way. So I really value thinking about how I want to feel in the upcoming year rather than like all of the things that I need to do or fix to be good enough. Coming up with a word of the year has been a very supportive practice for me. You'll hear my word of the year in next week's episode and I'm really excited to share more about it and our process of going through it if this is something that you want to do as well. These are just 20 things that I've done and it's taken me a very long time to come to some of these conclusions. So I say them with like a lot of brevity and lightness, but I, I know a lot of these things can be hard to change. And as always, these are just things for you to explore and see what could potentially feel good and try out in your own life as a little mini inspiration. So I hope that these sparked a little bit of joy or motivation for you on this lovely Wednesday. I had so much fun making these and I'm probably going to do more of these list type episodes because I just think that they're really fun to put together and to listen to. And I really like listening to other people's. So hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a little five-star rating wherever you listen to it and make sure to follow the podcast on instagram at recalibrate.podcast let me know what you want to hear more of and i'm really excited to just keep creating and exploring different types of content and to connect with you all as always thank you so much for listening i absolutely love you and i will chat with you again next week